Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A Cut Above with Tom Hoy is proudly sponsored by Mod Shoes. Smart shoes for smart people. Shop the latest range of men's and women's clothing and shoes over at modshoes.co.uk. From Manchester, England to Brooklyn, USA. Hello, I'm Tom Hoy and welcome to A Cut Above right here on The Face Radio. In this show, it is of course the Dress Ivy Special. I'll be taking a deep dive into my favourite look of all time. The Ivy look, what it means how you can wear it, and where you can find the look. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
What a chilled way to start this month's show. That was Mountains, Trees and Seas by Matthew Halsall from his latest album, An Ever-Changing View, on Gondwana Records. Uh, Matt is actually a fellow uh, Mancunian. Can I call myself that? I live in Manchester, but I'm not actually from here. But I'd like to think now, it's been 10 years I've lived here. Does that make me Mancunian? Man, people from Manchester listening will disagree, but I think I am. Hello. Anyway, enough waffle from me. Yeah, that was Matthew Horsall there. Um, I saw him recently at New Century in Manchester uh, for the tour that went along with that uh, his new album, An Ever-Changing View, and I was blown away. Um, first time I'd seen him live, and um, incredible musician. Um, amazing band. Um, it's just so great to when you go and see musicians like that just to see people that are that good at playing an instrument and you think god i should have stuck with that back at school i would have loved to have uh, been able to play anything to that level but we're not just here for music this evening we are here of course because we're talking all things the ivy look now i know uh we have done an ivy league special in the past before but i thought it'd be good to revisit as always uh, because on last month's show where we did essential uh, wardrobe essentials sorry um what if i've got some good feedback from people that listened and you all seem to like uh when i kind of took a dive into brands in particular and gave a bit of history so i thought that's something maybe i didn't do as much last time on the take ivy special on the ivy special sorry I kind of just looked at Ivy as a whole and the history. But I thought this time I'd inject it with a bit my, more of my own flair. I'd let you know uh, some shops I've been to, uh, some shops you might not have thought of to go to before to uh, achieve the Ivy look. Because it is very broad and I think it's one of those looks that you perhaps uh, people often dress uh, Ivy without realising it. Um so I thought I would shine a light on it again and explore that avenue. So thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, I, you can follow me across social media. I'm on Instagram at TomTheMod, where there's lots of different videos, uh, all the rest of it on there. That's probably the best place. If you're not on Instagram, though, I'm on Facebook at my page TomHoy and on Twitter at TomTheModDJ. I also have a YouTube channel which is growing bigger every week with lots more videos on there. You can find that page by searching simply for Tom Hoy or Tom the Mod and you'll probably see me on there. I'm that guy that thinks he's Michael Caine. You will spot me a mile off. But yes, thank you so much for tuning in the show. As I speak, this is pre-recorded of course and it is currently... uh, half past nine on the 29th of September so I am back in the past I was gonna say back to the future back in the future but that's not correct I am in the past right now so hello future people and future Tom if you're listening which I don't listen to my own show I promise but um I've just come back from Everyman Cinema in Altrincham just outside of Manchester and if you're a listener that's not in the UK um, if you've not heard of Everyman Cinema, I don't think they're in the US. I think it is just a UK thing. But um, it's a cinema chain 
where the smaller screens in terms of not the screen size but the actual rooms and each room is great because this is probably a normal thing in America because you have everything but um, in the UK it's pretty cool because um, all the seats are sofas um, two-person ones so if you go with your partner you get a nice sofa to yourself you can order in food um, I had an old-fashioned which in the cinema that's amazing the fact you can have that uh, and we shared some fries as well so you know I was pretty much in my element and I was even more in my element though because we went to watch Stop Making Sense the um, Talking Heads film um, and I have to say I think if I could have gone to any gig um, that would definitely probably been it if not one of them it's too hard to pick but David Byrne's performance and the rest of the band is spectacular if you've never seen Stop Making Sense I urge you to watch it just for uh, life during wartime alone Um, it's a simply iconic performance but um, aside from the music I have to say for the fashion alone if you're listen to this show and you are into clothing which um, at this point I hope you are because there's a lot more of it to come along and that is um, an amazing kind of it's almost like a Vogue music video the whole thing David Byrne has costume changes the band choreographed dancing but um, it's got the um, oversized um, suit that David Byrne wore and he was inspired by Japanese tailoring and traditional Japanese clothing um so he merged it together and made a kind of a american businessman suit with um traditional japanese where um he's got this massive oversized suit on i'm sure you've seen not particularly ivy but i thought it was definitely worth a mention anyway let's get on to ivy so what do we mean when we talk about ivy now in the uk in the re- in recent years it's really kind of took a life of its own in America, it's definitely part of um, almost tradition, I'd say. Well, it is really. But um, here in the UK, it seems to have just got bigger and bigger and bigger as years gone uh, years have gone by. Um, it's not so much a subculture anymore. It's very much present in uh, mainstream fashion. Uh, we have a shop here in the UK, um, a fast fashion high street chain, which I absolutely hate to go in. Uh, my stress levels peak through the ceiling but it's called Primark and even they are now doing an Ivy League inspired range Uh, just because it's timeless um, it looks good on anyone um, and wherever you end up I like to say this all the time but if you dress Ivy you'll always be suitably dressed for where you go and where the day might take you so in case you don't know what Ivy League is at all, Ivy League look, we're talking about the um, elite East Coast colleges of the USA, Um, primarily when we think of Ivy, it's like kind of like the 1950s, 1960s, um, and the colleges Princeton, Yale, Harvard, um, to go and so on, but um, it's a look that's just so classic, so timeless, that... um, yeah, you will always look good. Jazz musicians adopted the look, which moved it into pop culture. Um, but we've been able to see that kind of influence uh, and years gone by. People like David Byrne are definitely inspired by Ivy, whether it's kind of a um, a conscious thing or not. Ivy really did 
go from just being an elite look to um, a mainstream look, even though I'd say a mainstream look on the back burner, um, kind of bubbling underneath and people didn't know what it was, but it was definitely an ivy look. It's def- it's um, an aspirational look. But yes, we'll dive more into that as the show goes on. And there will be tracks along the way, which brings me on to another brilliant track. And it is another Gondwana Records one. And it was someone that was a guest musician at Matt Horsall, who Matt brought on stage. And he's, a, I think, not a lifelong friend, but he's been a friend of years of Matt. And he's an amazing saxophonist and flautist and it's chip wickham who also has a brand new record out called love and life and it's got some fantastic kind of mid-century inspired artwork i suppose um and i'm gonna play the first track off the record before we uh dive deeper into uh, the ivy look and this is a fabulous track and it's called spacewalk here it is spacewalk by chip wickham
Spacewalk by Chip Wickham. Hello, I'm Tom Hoy, and you're listening to A Cut Above right here on The Face Radio for this Dress Ivy special. Well, I'll be guiding you how to dress Ivy. Ivy style refers to a style of dress that originated among the elite students of the Ivy League universities in the United States during the late 50s. The Ivy League consists of eight private institutions, Brown University, Columbia University, Cornell University, Dartmouth College, Harvard University, the University of Pennsylvania, Princeton University and Yale University. Ivy style emerged as a distinct fashion trend amongst the students of Ivy League universities in the late 50s. The style was characterised by a clean, classic look. Ivy style drew inspiration from both British and American sartorial traditions. It combined the tailored look of British menswear with the casual and sporty elements of American fashion. Clothing items were often made of natural fabrics like cotton, wool and tweed. Ivy style emphasised well-fitted tailored clothing, including blazers, dress shirts and khaki pants. Neutral and classic colours such as navy, grey, khaki and white were predominant. The style incorporates elements of sports and casual wear, reflecting the active lifestyles of the Ivy League students. Polo shirts, chinos and casual outerwear became popular. Ivy style gained popularity beyond the Ivy League campuses and became a mainstream fashion trend. It was embraced by young men who admired the classic, timeless and refined aesthetic. Ivy style had a lasting cultural impact and became synonymous with a certain level of sophistication and privilege. It was associated with a sense of tradition and a well-groomed, polished appearance. In the 60s and 70s, Ivy style faced a decline as fashion trends shifted towards more casual and countercultural styles. However, it experienced a resurgence in the 80s and has continued to influence menswear with periodic revivals and reinterpretations. Today, though, Ivy style remains a significant part of menswear history and its influence can be seen in various aspects of classic and preppy fashion. Whilst the strict adherence to Ivy League traditions may have evolved, the foundational elements of the style continue to inspire contemporary fashion. It's kind of no surprise, really, that these massive retailers kind of that fill shopping malls and um, even supermarkets that sell clothing have caught on to this because it's a style that works and it's a style that's guaranteed to make money because it is so timeless and it fits for everything. They Shops can also promote the fact that, look, you only need this uh, one jacket and that's it. And they can either put up the price or that, make you spend and invest a lot in one jacket because you'll only ever need that one jacket. Or they can make it in a way where, look, you can buy into that this look. We've got this shirt that goes with this jacket that go with these shoes. So why wouldn't they? It really does make sense, which is almost quite sad because this a lot of it is kind of being made poorly. And that's not what Ivy is about. True the people perhaps going into supermarkets and buying uh, clothes that kind of are inspired by AV aren't necessarily buying it because of that. They don't know about the look. But I suppose it, I don't know, you kind of, for those of us that are about the heritage and love that, it, it it's ruining it for us is what I'm trying to say, I suppose. But um, aside from all the fast fashion places that are, kind of influenced by uh, the look. There are still plenty of heritage menswear places 
where you can get the authentic look. Um, and of course, there's the vintage ones as well. And we'll get to that just after this. Does it seem so inviting? Autumn in New York, it spells the thrill of first nighting. Glittering crowds and shimmering clouds. In canyons of steel They're making me At the Ritz, will tell you that it's divine. This autumn in New York transforms the slums into Mayfair. Castles in Spain. Yes, lovers that bless the dark. Oh, on the benches in Central Park. Great autumn in New York. It's good. To live it again 
New York that brings the promise of Fitzgerald with Louis Armstrong there singing Autumn in New York. What I would give for a Sunday stroll right now around Central Park. I bet New York's beautiful in the autumn. I went in spring, was it? Yes, spring. But I imagine autumn is quite special in uh, New York, particularly Central Park and Greenwich Village. Well, I would love to be there. Anyway, Back to uh, the show now. You're listening to A Cut Above with me, Tom Hoy, from Manchester to Brooklyn, so almost in New York. Um, And we're discussing uh, how to dress Ivy in this special for this month. Now, before that song there, I mentioned kind of fast fashion retailers, but it is still possible to achieve the look through heritage uh, menswear labels that are still going strong and vintage options. There's plenty of them out there. If you're in a major city or if even if you're not in a major city, you can dig out vintage. I promise there's plenty of places out there. And you know what? There's plenty of good places on the internet too. A shout out to my good friend Lee Speed, who I know is listening in. He has a fantastic Depop eBay um, and I think he even might sell on Facebook as well and Instagram um, Heritage and Ivy it's a great place it's all kind of hand-picked um, Ivy Essentials um, and labels you can go and find them there um, but one I always check out as well is Vinted Vinted is amazing um, I've got a couple of Barracudas from there for a fraction of the price of what uh, they would be obviously if you bought them brand new Um, But it's sometimes nice to have a worn-in bit of clothing. And I think that's really what Ivy is about, particularly. Ivy students used to sand down the collars of their shirts to show that they'd been into the look longer than the next guy. They did that to the elbows on their jackets. They'd put on, the obviously, the elbow patches. And it was all about being worn in and showing that, you know what, I've been into this longer than you. Look how frayed my the ends of my jacket are, look how much the soles have gone out the bottom of my penny loafers. In fact, I even read a story once where students would tape up the bottom of their penny loafers that they'd worn through uh, to show how devoted to the look they were. Now, I'm not saying I would do that, but um, it just goes to show the passion behind uh, the Ivy look, doesn't it? And uh, what a particular set of people we can be that are into the look, I suppose. But... um, Hanging up in front of me, actually, on the other side of the room, 
which I wore just earlier on, is my fabulous, um, which is, I feel I should give a shout out to, uh, my John Simons uh, Cord Oxford shirt. It's probably my favourite shirt I own. Um, it's in a lovely navy blue. And John Simons is kind of, it's the Ivy Mecca, isn't it? It's the uh, place that everyone should visit if you're into Ivy style. And uh, John has um, a lot to be thanked for, for kind of keeping the uh, keeping Ivy style going, keeping it relevant and introducing it to new audiences. Um, but he makes some amazing stuff. Um, I visited there last month or the month before and picked up a uh, Vetra uh, French worker jacket. Um, and uh, yeah, beautiful. But he will often do uh he will often pick items that people i guess wouldn't suppose would actually say are ivy um and would show you how look it isn't as definitely a set uniform it's about embracing it and moving it forward your way he does a lot of kind of military pieces that i suppose you wouldn't like kind of say were ivy but it why not why can't they be if you match them with the right thing why can't you put an M65 jacket with a pair of loafers? It's Ivy. If students kind of were wearing it, why couldn't it be? Students will wear anything, so why can't it be Ivy? Um, if you've not been to John Simons or you've not been to the UK before, go and check out his website because you'll see for yourself there's an amazing array of clothing on there. Um, as for vintage, though, uh, I live in Manchester, and um, we have a lot of good um, vintage shops around the city centre. Um, there's the iconic Aflex Palace, which is has had absolutely tons of vintage shops. And I went in the other day wearing my um, uh, G1 uh, flight jacket. And um, the um, I seem to always attract, I don't know if it's because of my family heritage of all being Cockneys, but I I seem to attract uh, attract cockneys. Um, I was in a vintage shop and the guy that owned it was um, from London, and he shouted. Oh, I can't shout the first bit he said, but he said, mm, "Me, is that a G1?" And I said, "Ah, oh, yes, it is." And we both spoke for about five minutes about um, American flight jackets and surplus, and it was actually really nice. Um, we looked at one he had in stock and um, we both agreed um, the more worn in they look, the better. Mine is not a vintage one. It's from Real Hoxton, but they do some amazing stuff, particularly if you're into Ivy style. And um, mine still looks quite new. And I, I, what I said to him is I really want to break it in because they just look better aged. It's that um, it's part of the look, isn't it? The more worn in better it looks which kind of is a proper ivy ethos i suppose but yes in manchester there's a pop boutique as well which is also uh, there's one in covent garden in london that's a great one um again that's another place i found a barracuda uh london fog harrington's i've got from there um so these places are all stuck in ivy staples because they are uh, always good sellers um, there's only kind of so long that 80s track tops will stay in fashion. They'll go out and they'll come back in. Um, I don't mean like feeler track tops. I mean the kind of 
shiny nylon ones, which I've never been able to stand, but people do buy them, um, but they go out of fashion and they come back in, whereas Ivy, it's it stays there. It absolutely does stay there, doesn't it? I think it's time for another track now. Let's stick one on. Sympathy from a bottle of wine, or worse yet, old homicide. 
living their lives in a glassine bag or blazing the mysteries of terminal skag. Some of our brothers parading in drag, another set of victims too whipped to choose. Yeah, you can recognize that, that's the inner city blues. Makes you want to holler sometimes and throw up both your hands. To see sweet sisters, the blossoms of our African tree profiling on the corner, talking about ten and three. Because in spite of all the money we made and taxes we paid, the woman was looking at hungry babes and some decisions had to be made. Could you tell her it's better to go to your grave as a slave with a minimum wage? Well, I hardly think so, but make you want to holler sometimes and throw up both your hands. And what happens when people start to feel they have nothing to lose? Nothing to lose. 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 Did you ever hear about Mark Essex and the things that made him choose to fight the inner city blues? Yeah, Essex took to the rooftops gorilla style and watched while all the crackers went wild. Brought in 600 troops out here, brand new to see them crushed with fear. Essex fought back with a thousand rounds and New Orleans was a change in town and rat-a-tat-tat-tat-tat was the only sound. Yeah, bring on the stoner rifles to knock down walls. Bring on the elephant guns. Bring on the helicopters to block out the sun. Yeah, made the devil want to holler cause eight was dead and a dozen was down and cries for freedom or brand new sound. New York, Chicago, Frisco, L.A. Justice was served and the unjust were afraid. Cause after all the years and all the fears, brothers were alive, the courage found in spreading them goddamn blues around. Yeah, make you want to holler black people and hold up both your hands and say liberation. Crime is increasing. And trigger happy policing. Panic is, panic is spreading. politics or not when we're talking ivy style there's always a icon of ivy style i think that is worth a mention and it is of course john f kennedy jfk the 35th president of the united States, was known for his charismatic personality eloquent speeches and distinctive sense of style his fashion choices were often characterized by a blend of traditional ivy league style with a touch of kennedy's own flair Here are some aspects of JFK's Ivy style. Tailored suits, 
Kennedy was often seen in well-tailored suits, which were a hallmark of Ivy style. His suits were typically single-breasted and featured a narrow silhouette, reflecting the fashion trends of the time. Natural fabrics, consistent with Ivy style. JFK preferred suits and jackets made from natural fabrics such as wool and tweed. These materials conveyed a classic and refined look. Casual elegance. Kennedy was known for seamlessly blending casual and formal elements. He wore sports coats with open-collar shirts, a look that embodied the relaxed sophistication of Ivy style. JFK favoured a classic and neutral colour palette, including grey, navy and khaki. These colours are foundational to the Ivy style and contribute to its timeless appeal. Button-down shirts. The president frequently wore button-down shirts, a key element of Ivy, Oxford cloth button-downs in particular were a favourite, contributing to a polished yet approachable look. Accessories. Kennedy embraced accessories that were in line with Ivy style. He was often seen wearing thin ties, which were popular during that era. Additionally, he had a penchant for wayfarer sunglasses, adding a touch of casual cool to his overall look. Footwear. JFK could often be seen wearing loafers, Loafers are a classic and versatile footwear choice that aligns with the casual elegance of Ivy style. Sailing style. We've all seen the great pictures of Kennedy sailing. Given Kennedy's love for sailing, his wardrobe sometimes incorporated nautical elements. He was often photographed wearing boat shoes, a style that has become associated with preppy and Ivy League fashion. And of course, we have to mention grooming. Kennedy paid attention to grooming and presented a well-groomed image. His perfectly coiffed hair and attention to detail in his attire contributed to his overall polished appearance. Something that is genuinely a coincidence is something I'm wearing now that I bought based on a picture I saw of JFK uh, whilst he was sailing and it is the uh, Shetland Jumper. Uh, this is one of the original ones. It is from Harley of Scotland, um, and it's in the lovely silver colourway, which I believe is the same colourway JFK was wearing. I got this from All Blues Co. in Leeds, and it's a shop I've mentioned before. Um, it's a fantastic shop. They sell brands from Korea, uh, France, um, all over the world, and um, they do some uh, amazing pieces, as well as their own brand, uh, stuff as well if you want a heavyweight pocket t-shirt that is a place to go they do their own brand of those and they are fantastic and um, they do some amazing japanese footwear as well speaking of footwear um we mentioned jfk wearing loafers there now i have worn many a pair of loafers to death there's not many days that go by where i don't wear loafers there's something about just being able to slip a pair of shoes on and not having to crease your trousers whilst you put them on. Um, I know a lot of people in the military, um, I've been told, keep their shoes on and put their trousers on over their shoes so they don't crease the trousers. But loafers just gets rid of those problems altogether. You can put on your trousers and just slip on your shoes. Um, it's just a really nice kind of, it looks like you absolutely care about your appearance but then you know you couldn't be bothered to tie some laces, so you just slipped on a pair of loafers. Or am I telling the truth, or have you just seen a little bit of how lazy I really am? You decide at home. 
no, actually, please don't. But yes, uh, when it comes to loafers, I've only really ever worn, for some reason, out of loyalty, Basswegians or Mod Shoes, who is the sponsor of this show. Uh, I haven't really ventured anywhere just because I really like the shape of Basswegians and I like the alternatives that Mod Shoes do. So I've kind of just stuck with those two brands. But I know there are other fantastic ones out there. Uh, Sebago or Sebago, whatever you like to call it. They do some uh, lovely ones. But um, yeah, a good penny loafer will go with any outfit. It can be dressed up or down. It looks great with jeans. Uh, it looks good with trousers. It looks good with chinos. But it's a good staple. You can wear them just with a t-shirt as well um, and a pair of jeans. And it looks uh, just as good. Um, I always wear them with socks, though. Um, there's a lot of people that say... Uh, no socks or loafers but I can't do it it's um, nah it's not for me I'm afraid but um, yeah especially as well socks is another Ivy League uh, accessory isn't it there's some fantastic ones out there there's Ivy Ellis if you've heard of them Uh, they are a really uh, good company Uh, they make uh, socks made in Scotland um, Inverness I think um, but they do lots of different patterns uh, and stripes based on American football teams. Um, but there's some fantastic colorways. I've got a few different pairs. And um, a portion of every sale goes to Calm, which is Campaign Against Living Miserably, um, which is a fantastic charity helping uh, male suicide, the, the prevention of male suicide. So you can look good as well as donate to a great cause. Um, so check those out for sure. But um, yes, so we spoke very quickly there. I jumped around there, didn't I? There's uh, loafers, socks and uh, heavyweight t-shirts and lots more. But All Blues, seriously, is somewhere I highly recommend. Uh, it's um, a brilliant shop and yes uh, they sell lots of things that would be really difficult to get a hold of because i think they are exclusive stockists for a lot of brands here in the uk such as uh brumman um which is a korean brand uh south korean brand um and they do lots of ivy uh style type things i got a uh letterman cap uh from them a baseball cap and it's the first time I've worn a baseball cap in years um I never really considered myself much of a hat guy but I want to be and you know what that does the job it's a lovely uh, needle cord in navy with a lovely letter b on it um which is nice as well because it doesn't look like it's associated with any english football team so you you haven't got the worry of someone thinking i don't know here in Manchester, you're a City or a United fan, you're going to be left alone, which is lovely. It looks inconspicuous, but for those in the know, they know it's Ivy. So, yes, go and check out All Blues Co. They have lots of cool bits just like that over on their website. And they're on Instagram as well with some beautiful imagery. So go and check those out. All Blues Co. And when you're finished, remember, I am on Instagram, at TomTheMod, on Twitter, at TomTheModDJ, on Facebook, at TomHoy. And remember, you can find me on YouTube by searching for TomHoy. 
Remember also, I have, I've mentioned this in previous episodes, I have my own mood board of Ivy, um, an account dedicated just to posting Ivy pictures and Ivy influence pictures um, over on Instagram. And you can find that by searching for Easy on the Ivy. It'd be great to see you over there. But right now, let's have some more music. Everybody praying 
Curtis Mayfield, if there's hell below, we're all going to go. Now that is a way you start an album, isn't it? That is, of course, from Curtis Mayfield. Curtis, one of the best records of all time. One of the greatest records of all time, I should say. Fantastic record. And I listen to that song a lot. I play it a lot as well, DJing out and about. Um, Always gets a good reaction just because anyone that knows that record knows what a great tune that 
is, of course. Um, some gene news for you, <laughs> if you're interested, seeing as though we are talking about clothing. I have been a Levi's guy for years now, and I fancied a bit of a change. I recently bought a pair of uh, Texas Fit Wranglers. Um, I love Wrangler. I've never really had any of it, though. I just love the look of them. Um, I love the W stitched on the back pocket. I love the leather patched logo on the back. And uh, so far, I love the fit. I need to get them taken up a little bit. I have a 28 leg and... uh, the shortest they do is a 30 so I do want to get them taken up a bit uh, maybe have a little bit of a turn up I'm not too sure yet I'm yet to decide that but um, yeah I, I, I kind of fancied something different I liked that as well when I was buying them uh, you could choose if you what stretch you wanted in there and I picked no stretch whatsoever um, but yes we will see how long they last I like the history of Wrangler. I like that it's a kind of feels like like Levi's, I suppose. It's a proper heritage American brand. And I love the fact that cowboys uh, are wearing Wrangler. Really cool. So, you know what? I'm going to be a Manchester cowboy and wear my Wranglers with pride. But I will keep you updated how they are getting on. Because that's another thing, isn't it? Jeans, again, better with age. That's the sign of good clothing, I think. If it looks better with age... You're on to a winner. If uh, they've got bad with age, that's a bit obvious, isn't it? If, the, if they've got bad over time, they're a bad bit of clothing. Stupid thing to say, but it's true. It sound, It's silly, but it's true. That's the good sign of a bit of clothing. If it looks good when it's battered, um, that's how you know you're on to a winner. So, as well, I'll keep you updated on the uh, G1 Aviator. The more battered it gets... I think the more impressed you'll think it looks. Remember, you can keep up to date with my clothing blog um, over on Instagram. That's your best place, at TomTheMod. But um, I also post it uh, across the other social media platforms as well. Um, and I've been doing lots more reels recently, um, which you can watch again over Instagram, TomTheMod, Twitter, at TomTheModDJ, and over on YouTube, where... Everything goes up on there as well. You can find me at Tom Hoy. I'd be interested to know um, what clothing changes you've all had. Maybe there's a brand that you've stuck with for years and you thought, you know what, I'm going to try its competitor. Uh, There's a few brands that I am truly loyal to, um, but uh, you never know. One day I might change. Um, What are my favourite things in my wardrobe at the minute, though? I think at the minute, uh, we're in a bit of a transitional period, aren't we? And it is autumn. But um, autumn's my favourite time of year because you can almost mix and match seasons. You can put a bit of summer with a bit of winter almost and match them together to make a kind of like a a layered outfit that's suitable for the season. Um, But... What I mean is, one one I've been doing a lot is um, my London Fog Harringtons, which are very much kind of a spring-summer piece. They're nice and lightweight, but today I wore my uh, Pastel Lemon uh, London Fog Harrington, which is a um, an original 60s one. And underneath it, I put my uh, Shetland jumper that I mentioned earlier, the uh, grey one or silver one, and... Uh, 
I thought it was a good pairing. Very happy with that. But that's the beauty of autumn. Um, it's not too cold. Uh, not quite yet anyway. So you can get away with still wearing a few bits from summer. Um, because, yeah, I think autumn is the best season. It's the most ivy season, definitely, isn't it? Anyway, one more record and then we will get back on to talking more things ivy. And here's a chap that came on my Totally Wired show when I was over there. And I've always thought he's a cool looking guy. It is, of course, PM Warson. And this track is Dig Deep. P.M. Warson there with Dig Deep. That's a great track. It could be the intro to a 60s spy movie, couldn't it? I think that might be why I like it a lot, really. My love for spy movies lends itself well to that P.M. Warson tune. If you've not heard of him, go and check him out, because uh, old-school R&B with a kind of contemporary edge. Really cool guy, dresses smartly too, so why isn't there a reason not to like them? Go and check it out. I'm Tom Hoy, I'm on Instagram, at TomTheMod, on Twitter, slash X, whatever you prefer, at TomTheModDJ, and over on Facebook, you can find my page, Tom Hoy, and also, remember, there's YouTube for longer form content, short form content, and everything in between, which you can find by searching for Tom Hoy or TomTheMod. It's a strange one, really, because my last name is Hoy... Uh, hoy means today in Spanish, so you <laughs> sometimes get lots of 
uh, Spanish vlogs when you type in hoy and Tom together. It's always a Tom doing a vlog for today. But rest assured, those ones aren't mine. Mine are more to do with modernist style and music. Speaking of, we're going to have another track right now before we dive back into the world of clothing. And we're going to go for a song that's considered one of the greatest songs of all time. What comes to mind when you think that? Is it this one? I am a lineman for the county And I drive the main road Searching in the sun for another overload I hear you singing in the wire I can hear you through the wine And the witcher tall lineman Is still on the line I need a small vacation But it don't look like rain And if it snows that stretch down south Won't ever stand the strain And I need you more than won't you And I want you for all Your tall lineman is still on the Hello, welcome back. Glenn Campbell with Wichita Lineman there. You are, of course, listening to A Cut Above with me, Tom Hoy, right here on The Face Radio from Manchester, England, to Brooklyn, USA. Hello, how are you doing? You are, of course, listening to the Dress Ivy special, and there's something pretty cool I was going to... I was going to say show you, but this is a... Uh, an audio form, isn't it? We're not physically... You can't physically see what I'm doing. But um, I have in front of me a copy of the latest second magazine. 
which is a Japanese uh, menswear magazine that's simply beautiful. And if you've not heard of them before, I honestly think you should go and check them out. Like, I can't read Japanese, and I don't know if you can. If you can, it's a bonus. But if you can't, fear not, because it's a beautiful magazine, and uh, the pictures are gorgeous in it. There's some wonderful photography and you almost don't need to be able to read uh, the content in there because the pictures kind of are the focal point. Um, and they're very much a collector's item and they're wonderful. Um, but the latest issue is called Take Ivy Again and it's got an illustration on the front of JFK. Um, but it's a beautiful magazine. I got mine via Clutch Cafe um, in London. Uh, that's a beautiful clothing shop if you've not heard of those go and check them out but they also stock second um it's a brilliant little publication filled to the brim with all different style tips and you can get lots of ideas on how to match certain items with others but um this issue is really cool in particular because it even shows off kind of hairstyles um and there's old diagrams from the kind of the late 50s onto the 60s and so on, how to style hair. Um, I love a good side part. I have a side part myself, and it's nice to see it appreciated in this lovely magazine. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, so talking about London and Clutch Cafe, I went down uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you're almost spoilt for choice with uh, good shops in London, particularly when it comes to Ivy. Now, we've mentioned John Simons already, but um, I think it's worth noting the amount of vintage shops there are in London. Down Brick Lane, there's in the East End, there is tons. Um, but also, um, I went into Pop Boutique, as I mentioned, in Covent Garden, and I was very pleased to find a Barracuda in there. Um, but it's the classic old school fit it's the nice baggy arms um, and it's in a lovely maroon colour um, I'm not sure if it's a 60s or 70s model I did send it over to my friend Simon Parr who used to work for Barracuda and he assured me it's a real one but next time we're together hopefully I'll wear that and he'll be able to tell me when that's from because uh, I love Barracuda Definitely my favourite jacket of all time. And definitely an Ivy staple, of course. Um, but yes, also in London, down Chilton Street, um, you've now got Jake's, who makes... Uh, sorry, I, I skipped ahead a bit, a bit there. Um, so down the same street as John Simon's, Chilton Street, uh, you've got Jake's of uh, London, who makes some beautiful handmade shirts uh, with beautiful collar rolls. Down Chilton Street, you've also got Sunspell, um, some beautiful knitwear you can get in there. Um, lots of nice basics that are made to a premium quality. James Bond even wears Sunspell. you got Trunk Clothiers, another absolutely lovely shop with premium quality. And you've got Labour and Weight, which is almost like a, a kind of, I don't know, old school general store. But they do some beautiful items in there. Lots of really nice homeware. Lots of nice simple bits and pieces from across the globe. But they also do uh, a little bit of clothing as well. Uh, they've just crafted their own uh, worker jackets, uh, like a chore jacket in a lovely French electric blue. Um, and they also do kind of work pants, uh, aprons, uh, bags and all the rest of it. And they also do actually 
um, some kind of maritime themed clothing, kind of French uh, sailor t-shirts and all the rest of it. So that street is absolutely crammed full of premium shops, kind of especially uh, inclined with, with menswear. So if you're ever about in London, check out Chilton Street. Um, you will be spoilt for choice. Moving on now to a king of Ivy style, a jazz cat and cool cat all around. It is, of course, John Coltrane, and it is every time we say goodbye.
John Coltrane there with Every Time We Say Goodbye. John Coltrane is one of my favourites, particularly when it comes to style. I mean, there's so many amazing pictures of him just kind of... There's the the, the ones where he's performing at a big concert hall, where he's wearing like a, a really kind of uh, clean-cut suit. But my favourite ones are the Blue Note recording sessions where he's just kind of caught off the cuff, really. He's wearing a nice uh, polo shirt. Um, it's unbuttoned, he's untucked, he looks a bit scruffy, but he doesn't look scruffy, he looks really smart because of it, it's that effortlessly cool, ivy style approach where it doesn't look intentional, it all it looks like you've just thrown an outfit together, but actually really, um, it's a really conscious effort to look good um, there's so many cool uh, shots of him playing his sax wearing some uh, amazing knitwear, particularly polo shirts that looks like that was something he really he really liked whether he knew what he was doing. I think he did. He knew he was dressing cool, didn't he? But, um, yeah, there's so many cool pictures of John Coltrane. And uh, that last track was off my favourite John Coltrane album. The most autumnal one out of the lot, I think. And it was, of course, My Favourite Things. And the title track with that, um, I was going to play, actually. But I think I've played it on a previous show. So... For people that do listen to these, which hopefully there are, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to disappoint by playing uh, same tracks on different shows. So I hope you enjoyed that one. You are, of course, listening to if you've just tuned in a cut above with me, Tom Hoy, right here on the Face Radio, and we are looking into the world of Ivy for this dress Ivy special, teaching you or guiding you, not teaching you. You already know guiding you and maybe giving you a few hints and tips and new ideas on how to dress more ivy. So I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Well, I hope you are all having a nice weekend uh, so far. As I said, this is pre-recorded. It is Friday night. But tomorrow morning, I will be starting my uh, weekend, of course. And what have I got planned? Well, I'm going to be going up to Stockport, which is uh, just next to Manchester, and uh, there's an old mill there called Pier Mill, and it has a vintage emporium, and I have to recommend it to you if you can get over to Stockport anytime soon. Um, there's everything in there from just about every decade you can think of. Um, probably not the caveman era, I'm talking more kind of mid-century onwards, but um, there's some amazing stuff in there. Um uh, lots of vintage clothes, lots of home decor, um, cutlery, plates, if you like that type of thing. But rest assured, I will be looking at records and clothing. Um, there's lots of cool ones in there. i trying to think of what I've got from there in the past. I picked up a vintage Fred Perry bowling bag, which was quite cool. Um, I use that a lot if I'm going out and about, kind of, or a, a short weekend break. Um, it's big enough for me to put a kind of weekend's worth of clothes in there. But yes, um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not looking for anything in particular, which is always good. Keeps your mind open and uh, less room for disappointment and more room to buy, I suppose. But um, really nice, really cool place. And other than that, I'm going to get my jeans taken up, which I mentioned earlier. But if you've got any hints or tips you can share with me of places to go and visit, they would be very appreciated because... I'm always on the lookout for new uh, vintage places to go to 
and days out where I can find more ivy style clothing. So please do share them with me on Instagram at TomTheMod, on Twitter at TomTheModDJ, and over on Facebook on my page, Tom Hoy. Now, I thought an interesting thing to bring up on the show now would be to uh, look back at what I said earlier about kind of ivy stylists, uh, you're always suitably dressed throughout the day for where you end up. And a really good point to mention is, I think, now in the days where work uniforms are becoming less common, um, workplaces are becoming less, uh, kind of more relaxed, um, Ivy style is something that is great for both work and um, the pub after. Um, Without looking too formal, I suppose, kind of, I think it's a great style that adapts to just about anywhere you end up. Um, so why can't you wear a kind of um, an Oxford shirt with a pair of jeans um, and a pair of loafers and maybe a Harrington jacket? Whatever your job, that kind of just lends itself really well to whatever it is you do, whether you're sat down at a desk, whether you are, I don't know, you're working in a shop. It just lends itself to just about anything. Apart from maybe if you're a mechanic, you don't want to go ruining a nice new barracuda underneath a car, do you? But I'm sure there are examples of ivy in uh, a garage. I'd give it a go because, you know what, I am dedicated to the look. But um, yes, there's um, it's a very great style for doing that. I think you can take it just about anywhere. Um, I'd love to hear your examples. Um, I'd love to know how you dress ivy for every day. Because it is an everyday look, isn't it? Um, I think most days to work, I wear... At the minute, I'm going through a bit of a sweatshirt period. Um, I will, with the heavyweight ones, especially. Um, I got. I mentioned it in a recent show. I went to J-Press in Manhattan, in New York. Um, and that was a bit of a pilgrimage, because I want, I'd, I'd wanted to go there for ages. And I got a uh, Yale sweatshirt. But... Um, That gets worn a lot of days. I'm definitely getting my money's worth out of that one. Uh, I have a Dartmouth sweatshirt that I got from Heritage... uh, Sorry, yes, Heritage and Ivy. uh, The uh, shop I mentioned earlier by Lee Speed, which is over on Depop and eBay. Um, But originally from All Blues Co, funnily enough, uh, showing off how much of a small world it is. But that's in a lovely emerald green uh, with uh, Dartmouth uh, stitched onto it. And it's by Running Back Sporting Inc. or Co. I can't quite remember. But um, uh, you may know that one because Martin Freeman uh, uh, wore, wore that on the cover of uh, Jazz in the Corner, the the, comp- the jazz compilation he made with Eddie Piller. He's wearing a navy one in that. But yes, sweatshirts, I think, I remember a few years ago, I kind of never wore sweatshirts because they never seemed smart enough for me, but... I've completely U-turned and changed my mind because you know what? As long as you don't put them with tracksuit bottoms and kind of trainers or sneakers, um, they can look really smart. I love wearing that emerald green one with a pair of chinos, um, some white socks and some uh, Baswegians. And I think that's just a really nice, clean, simple outfit. And you always look smart. A pair of shoes that I do always wear to work are my... uh, Bass we uh, sorry not Bass Weegians, they're just GH Bass um, mock toes. Uh, they look just well, 
they look similar to a pair of para boots. They're definitely inspired by that style. Um, but I can't afford a pair of para boots at the moment. So they will do just for now. Um, but yes, I think when they wear out, I do kind of like the idea of buying a pair of uh, Clemens because they have a lovely shape and they're a nice kind of price point in between what I have already and para boots. Um, but yes, let me know if you've got some. I'd like to hear what they are like. Anyway, a bit more music right now. And this is from one of my favourites. And it follows on from the autumnal theme of the show. It's Dorothy Ashby with Autumn in Rome. Thank you. 
Autumn in Rome by the brilliant Dorothy Ashby. I recently got a Dorothy Ashby album, and it's my first one. I'm a massive fan of hers, but I don't... Well, up until now, I didn't have anything of hers on vinyl. Um, it was actually the same um, trip to London I did the other week. I went to Sounds of the Universe in Soho, and... I try with that shop to kind of bear in mind who I would like on vinyl because they have an amazing selection. Uh, Better than a lot of record shops uh, elsewhere, really, when it comes to jazz. Um, But I kind of knew what I wanted and I thought, you know what? I'm going to hunt for Dorothy Ashby today. And I found the Ruby Art of uh, Dorothy Ashby, where she, it's not, that, that song's not from that album, but in that album she kind of, if you've not heard it anyway, she explores a lot of kind of eastern sounds, um, plays some Japanese instruments, and it's a brilliant album. It's beautiful, uh, lovely for this time of year. Um, but yeah, I love Dorothy Ashby. Nice, chilled vibes on that album. You're listening to A Cut Above with me, Tom Hoy, for this Dress Ivy special. Now we're going to look at Ivy Style on a budget. And this is something that I think is a common misconception with Ivy Style, that it's a expensive look. Well, it well it is an expensive look, but you can do it on a budget. Not everything has to be from a premium label. You can achieve the look elsewhere. <clears throat> I know that's kind of contrary to what I said earlier about fast fashion, but it doesn't necessarily have to be fast fashion for it to look Ivy. Vintage is probably one of the kind of I'd say that's probably one of your best bets when it comes to Ivy Style to get in stuff that looks both authentic and uh, at a decent price that won't hurt the bank account but um, Vinted is my best friend at the minute as I said earlier there's so many shops on there and uh, for some reason if you type in Ivy look it, it does come up with the wrong thing so you have to be a bit more clever with it really and look up kind of if I have a brand in mind or have an item in mind and search for that. Um, as I said, I'm into big into uh, London Fog Harrington's at the minute, and a good way to kind of find jackets like that is to search for um, 60s Drizzler coats or 60s Windbreakers, 60s Harrington's, or just Harrington jackets in general, um, which can bring up a lot of results uh, for kind of high street ones. But... If you're willing to be patient, you can find some amazing bits and bobs. Now, if we are talking high street, uh, there's the obvious one when it comes to Ivy Style, but obvious for good reason, and it is Uniqlo, uh, the Japanese fashion brand, who makes some amazing stuff. I got a... It, it feels like a dry wax jacket, but it's not. It's kind of a... It's more like a, a canvas, I suppose, um, it's a, it's definitely based on a barber jacket, but it's beautiful. And the thing is, because Uniqlo make such big quantities, they're able to keep their price down. Because this jacket, I think, if it was made in a small batch, it would be a premium price. It feels like a premium jacket. But that's the good thing about Uniqlo. You're able to pick up items that would be a lot more expensive elsewhere for a price that is a fraction of what it should be. I rate... Uniqlo sweatshirts as well, and they even make their self their own selvage denim jeans, which um, I've recommended them to a few people, and they've come back and said these are one of the best pair of selvage I've ha- I've ever bought, and they're only about forty pound. So 
you can't go wrong really with a pair of those especially if it's one of the best you've ever worn but um Japanese the Japanese designers for Uniqlo are obviously looking at these Ivy brands and making their own take on them so if you can't afford the um authentic version for now the original version or the premium version why not get the tie over version that's still you know what it's a the great uh, from Uniqlo they I remember they did their own version of the 6040 mountain parker and it was gorgeous and why does it need to be the expensive one when you can get it from Uniqlo? So go onto their website and treat yourself. Have a dig through if you're not lucky enough to have one in the city that you are you are in. Um, I do love a look in Uniqlo and I highly recommend it. So go and check that out and let me know how you keep to Ivy Style on a budget. Right now though, another jazz legend... It's Dizzy Gillespie with For the Gypsies.
You're listening to A Cut Above with me, Tom Hoy, from Manchester, England, to Brooklyn, USA, for this Dress Ivy special, giving you a guide of how to dress Ivy for every day, wherever you may be. Right now, though, we're going to have yet another record, and it's a lovely old-school one. It is The Flamingos with I Only Have Eyes For You. My love must be a kind of blind love I can't see anyone but you cake is thirsty work and at Oxford's 500 years old Bear Inn you can get a free drink if the landlord likes your tie. He does it as part of his hobby of tie collecting. All landlord Alan Course needs is a pair of scissors and the customer's cooperation. 
His trusty shares have cut the most exclusive ties, but none more valuable than this snippet of the British team tie from the 1954 Vancouver Empire Games, obtained from cracked high hurdler Chris Hyam of Wadham College, Oxford. Oh, let's hope he's not in training. Chris adds his autograph to the necessary details and Mr. Course proudly goes off to show the regulars. Since May 1952, they've got to know practically every club, school and service tie in the collection of over 1,700. Celebrities jostle for places of honour in the colourful array, but there's no class distinction. In fact, it's the ordinary ties that steal the limelight. Meet Mr. Clean, Procter & Gamble's new all-purpose liquid cleaner. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. Floors, doors, walls, halls, white sidewall tires and old golf balls. Sink, stove, bathtubs he'll do. He'll even help clean laundry too. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. Can he clean a kitchen sink? Quicker than a wink. Can he clean a window sash? Faster than a flash. Can he clean a dirty mirror? He'll make it bright and clearer. Can he clean a diamond ring? Mr. Clean cleans anything. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Hello, welcome back. You have reached the end of the show, unfortunately. But I hope you have enjoyed it. You've been listening to, of course, A Cut Above with me, Tom Hoy, right here on The Face Radio for this Dress Ivy special. Now, I know this one's been a bit less of a kind of history of, but I thought it'd be good to do a bit of a... share some of my own uh, hints, tips and insights. And I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed making it. Um, If you have any questions or if you have any recommendations or different shows or topics you'd like to hear in the future... Please do get in contact. I always like to hear from people that listen to the show. It's always nice to meet more people. You can find me, as I said before, on my social media. You can find me on Instagram, at TomTheMod, on Twitter, at TomTheModDJ, and you can find me on Facebook by searching for Tom Hoy. And remember to go and check out my YouTube channel, Tom Hoy, or search for TomTheMod, whichever is easiest and best for you. But for now, though, thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope you've enjoyed listening to the show. And why not go and check out some of the archives of other shows I've done? Uh, There's been lots of different topics, including Michael Caine, Steve McQueen, James Bond, and more. So go and treat yourself. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. But for now, goodbye.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.